for just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. All right, welcome back to another episode of the Season 22. Today is November 3rd, 2022. And today on this episode, I'm still fighting a sickness, cold. I've got throat lozenges in my mouth. I'm fumbling over my words. I can't talk. Salivation in my mouth. I want to cough. It's just, it just sucks. So I want to get into today. I glassed this morning a little bit, but I glassed tonight. I drove around and glassed just to kind of see where the bucks were, you know, what the does are doing. But today also I've got a guest on and you know, coming into the season 22 when I was doing this series, I never thought I'd actually tag out and really, not not that I didn't have things to talk about, but I guess I really didn't think that far. But now I'm just trying to, I want to bring fresh perspective to everybody out there listening. So today I've got a guest on, David Riley, my good buddy, and he's been on the podcast a lot. So he hunted tonight. We're going we're gonna to bounce back and forth a little bit. It's going to be short and sweet, raw. He's going to be talking about his sit. I don't even know how his sit went yet, um, but I'm also going to talk about what I witnessed as well, glassing. So without further ado, David is on the other line. What's going on, man? Hey, Aaron. What's happening tonight, bud? Nothing. Um, I want to get into tonight your sit and everything, but first, I do want to tell everybody that today's podcast episode is brought to you by Helix Broadheads. If you guys really want to try these broadheads out, go to helixbroadheads.com and use the code FALLHX10 to save you a little bit of money on your next Helix Helix uh, purchase. There you go. All right, man. So tonight, let's break down weather, wind, what you saw, you know, the, t- oh, the everything. I mean, you, you know, you, you listen to these. So the litany of things, like, let's get down to the nitty-gritty details, like, w- what happened with you tonight? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So today, uh, today we're on located here in uh, South Central Michigan. We actually had like a, a southerly wind, but actually when I was checking it with the milkweed, I was getting a little bit of like a Southwest pull in it, 
but either way that it was mainly a southerly wind it was blowing about 11 mile an hour and but on top of it we had yeah, i think today's high was about 71 degrees so it was it was pretty warm and it was warm all day because i think when i i took the kids to school this morning the truck was already reading like low 50s and that was at seven in the morning so it, it never was really cool today but we did have a pretty good stiff breeze and i think the uh um the pressure was you know right on that 30.10 or 30.11 so pretty good pressure pretty good breeze today but uh, a little bit uh on the warm side for november 3rd okay and so this evening you know well last night i want to go back to to yesterday and last night's podcast that i did you know, and I basically the first thing I said is I throw temperature and and all that stuff right out the window in in November. Like when yep. the rut's happening, I don't care if it's seventy or eighty degrees. It, it's it it will pre- it might keep the deer hunkered down a little bit, but I'm telling you <laughs> today, man, my cell cams were going like crazy all day, and this afternoon when I was driving around glassing, I mean the bucks they weren't they weren't uh, not chasing; they were all over. You know what I mean? I almost right. hit one with my truck. I'm like, what the hell? You know, they're just stupid right now. So are you kind of in that same camp of like, don't really care too much about the, the temp and, and the weather. I'm just going to go because it's, it's eventually going to happen. Yeah. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to point to two reasons why I live in that same camp is one um, is that the calendar's right. You know what I mean? This is like we said, it's November 3rd and the calendar switch into the, that time of year that we all kind of wait for. And second is here in Michigan, we, we have a gun season looming here in about 12 days. So it, it doesn't matter about how warm the temperatures are. Like these are these next, you know, 10 plus days is it's the time to have to get it done for sure and like i said it on a podcast not too long ago is like we had us here in michigan if you're not i mean even if you are a gun hunter but if you're a diehard bow hunter basically your season for us anyway for me i'm going to talk for myself when november hit 15th hits bow season for me is basically over i mean i can go bow hunt still but it's just not the same and that's the way i look at my season do you do the same Yes, yes, very much so. It is bad as it is. I almost look at my season as like a 45 day season, honestly, because mm-hmm. that, that's half the season. You know, here in Michigan, you have October, November, and December. So you have three months. And, you know, if you get 90 days and you break it up in half, it's 45 days. October 1 to uh, November 15th, it's, it's, uh, it's half a season. But like you said, it's not that it, it can't be done afterwards. The, uh, it's a numbers game and the percentages just go way down afterwards for sure. Okay. So tonight, what would your sit, what'd your sit look like? I mean, how many okay. did you see? What'd you see? Was it exactly yep. what you wanted to happen? Maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. Yep. So I, I went into, uh, in between, it's kind of two islands that I know about. And I, the, the one Island holds a little bit of betting on it, but the other Island that I was kind of hunting it, uh, why, why I kind of favor that one is it just has a really old, uh, community scrape on it. And, you know, a lot of the people that have listened to me know that the scrape game is kind of right up my alley. So this, this, this particular scrape has been there, uh, for years, honestly, and I, I've always monitored, monitor it. And, but more than that, what I was going there for is I know that there's usually, it's not a very large doe family group, but there's a small doe family group that lives off usually just the point of this island usually. 
And my hope was that, you know, there's also some really good buck bedding off this island. But what what's changed a little bit this year is how wet the swamps are. And it's really dry in there. So I think they're bedding a little bit more sporadic than what I, I usually plan for. But uh, so I went in there with, we had that south wind and I was kind of, it was south, southwest. And I'm kind of sitting on the very northeast end of the uh, the island expecting those deer, the bu- hopefully the bucks to be traveling that north end between the two islands just being able to scent check everything and that scrape if there's been any any does there or does bedding around that island um i kind of was i was i was texting one of my buddies that i said i don't if i see movement tonight my guess is it's going to be after six i didn't see a single deer before six at 605 i had what looked like an early season uh, parade of, of bucks that came right down through there, just kind of exactly how I thought. They actually didn't hit the scrape. They actually worked uh, downwind of the scrape, but they were still upwind of me. And I would set up where I could shoot the scrape and if any, just how the, the, the island in the cattails forces the deer, I could shoot anything downwind of the scrape and the scrape also. Um, it just happened to be, it was a parade of three bucks and all three bucks combined made a total of six points. So that is <laughs> three, that was three spikes in a row all together. They worked that, they, they worked right between the two islands. They worked the, uh, the downwind side of it, scent checked it, scent checked that scrape and off they went. And then a little bit later on, uh, maybe probably about 20 minutes before closing time, a doe and her fawn came up on that island. And I'm, I'm guessing that's part of that doe group that I, I knew that usually beds there. And they actually, it's funny that the doe and the fawn, they actually both came right up into that scrape. And the 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 mom, the, the adult doe, she mouthed and worked her forehead all over the licking branch. She never peed in it though, and off they went. But I'm guessing they were bedded right off that point of that island and none of those bucks either like she didn't smell good or they just they didn't they didn't care one bit about her and off they went. But um listening to uh you talk about driving around and I did a little bit of driving around last night and talking to another buddy, it it just makes me wonder with a little bit warmer temps that we're having right now is it seems like the, the the deer are just really out feeding, especially in the new growth uh, winter wheat fields that maybe if I shouldn't be pushing a little bit closer to food, uh, looking to just where the does are feeding right now with these warmer temperatures. Yeah, that was going to be my biggest takeaway from tonight. And what I wanted to talk about was I texted you tonight as I was driving around and I said, man, there's, there's just too many adult does just feeding in cut corn, cut beans, or winter wheat fields without their heads up on a swivel. Yeah. Um, so that kind of tells me, like around me anyway, that the rut's not completely kicking yet right now. And honestly, it makes sense because all the bucks that I've seen dog and does have been two-year-olds or, or, or younger. Yeah. They're still the young ones. Um, and the ones that I'm getting on camera that are three-year-olds or older are still just kind of... I don't see them chasing deer yet or chasing does. What I see is them just kind of trying to figure out the, the the areas right now, just trying to see where that first hot doe is coming in right now. And yeah, once he picks that scent up, then he's going to take it. 
Yeah, they're. I think. I think the older bucks are just kind of. They are up on their feet, and they even maybe during the night right now, and and just kind of making their rounds. Uh, I am a big believer, and even during the rut, that uh, some of the most mature bucks in in your area, like they have, they like they spot check areas, um, whether it be scrapes or bedding areas, or that they just you know they're they're using their nose or seeing kind of if that light switch has been turned on yet, or just kind of waiting for it, but. Yeah, I, I seen the same thing last night. Um, uh, I went for a drive right before dark, and it, there were just a lot of deer out feeding. And they weren't, it's not like they were on, you know, the bucks were hot on the does. The, the does were, they were feeding at ease, I guess you could say. Yeah, I, I like I said, I saw too many adult does tonight just, just hanging around, eating like it's, you know, early October. Like there, yep. there's really nothing going on, which... Which is good to know. I mean, that's something you should take note on. And I think you hit the nail on the head. What I wanted to say further on the point was maybe this is the time. I said it last night in the podcast. It's like, I will I will target food destination food sources. They're not going to be my number one pick. But, I mean, it's it's the nights that you're glassing and you see the does doing that. Maybe that's time to like maybe slip in there on a field edge Um and just kind of observe and just see kind of almost an observation sitting away. And you're still in the game because if the does are going to be there, you never know. Those bucks are those, those older mature deer are still up just looking for that first hot doe and, and she might be right in front of you. You know what I mean? It's yeah. all, it's all a guessing game right now, man. It really is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a guessing game and it, and it's, you know, that it's not, you know, total rocket science where if you can find, if you can find where the does are feeding, then that may put you in the chips. And that may be just a little bit of, you know, what we deal with, with the warm weather, you know, cause I don't, to see them out feeding like that, it's, I'm going to be honest. It looked like it was the first week of October out there last night, driving around the way they're out yeah. feeding. Yeah. Yep. But you know, I, I will have to say too, though, um, like a little disclaimer is I, my track record is not great november 1 through the 4th like and it's not from a lack of trying i seem to struggle during that that first week of uh of november so over the last handful of years i've naturally pushed my vacation more towards that second week i just and 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 that may be just location dependent but even you know like even uh when my good friend and i we went to iowa like we we just kind of favor that second week of november more than the first week yeah that and that's that historical data that you know yep. year after year you see how you perform in that first week of november that's something to you know think of too as well and maybe that might persuade you you know when to take your vacation and when to really hit it hard i know i got a buddy right now lance he's in illinois wrapping up his like rutcation if you will and it's slow i mean he's like it's yeah. just 80 degrees you know seeing a couple bucks early but you know it's just it's it's one of those things man you travel to hunt it, you you are you know if that's what you're putting all your chips in that basket sometimes those those are how the chips fall right there and it sucks when it does that the deer are yeah. gonna be moving but it might be if it's that warm and warm like it is right now it might be early in the morning. It might be first yep. light is when they're moving, and then they might be hunkered down most of the day. But you got to hunt. You just never know. Yeah, yeah that's it, it's and that's so true. You know, and if you're if you're a guy that has taken uh, your vacation and you're in, you're on an out of state hunt, and this is what you've have planned, you you just have to hunt because 
at at this time of the year, it can this can all change in a matter of seconds. It can be the slowest day you've ever had hunting to the best day you've ever had in the deer woods within a matter of seconds. So it's it's about just being there and especially especially if you've taken vacation time and you're out on the road or whatever it may be, just you you gotta you gotta put the time in. Yep. I couldn't agree more. One more thing. We're at the 15 minute mark and I want to keep this 15 to 20 minutes, but I had a guy tonight on uh, a listener podcast listener uh, reach out to me on DMS. And I think, you know, he's listened to the podcast enough to where I think he knows that I, I love hunting and precipitation. Well, we have some rain coming tomorrow and Saturday. So, you know, and I think where he's at, he's having the same thing. I think not all over the Midwest, but I think a lot of Midwest you know, locations are getting some precipitation in the next 24 to 48 hours. And he asked me if I'm still hunting the rut while it's raining. And I said, well, you know, I, I think personally, I treat the rain differently when it gets comes to the rut than I do in October. October, it means way more to me because I think that's what gets the deer up and moving. In November, the deer are already up and moving. But there's a caveat to it. In November, with hot temperatures the way it is, with a rain, typically that means comes a little change in temperature, which this is where I might hang my head on a little bit of temperature change. Right now, like I said, we have, you know, does feeding in, in fields and they're not getting pushed and, you know, not getting, you know, ran all over by the mature bucks. Right now with that little bit of temperature change, maybe that might get them up in daylight a little bit more, possibly. But I will. I did tell him. I said, if it's a if it's a precipitation that I can withstand, where I'm not out there just getting drenched, I will sit it. And if I have a box blind that I can shoot a bow out of, I will hunt no matter what the rain is, just because you never know what's going to happen. Like I said, and you said it's it's just a crapshoot. It's a it's a guessing game right now. In you know one one of your and I's mutual friend just shot a slammer of a buck yesterday at. 12:45 in the afternoon midday hot temperature in the buck he saw the buck early that morning and he circled back around midday and he shot him coming to water you know what yeah. i mean and it's just like yep. so precipitation is it something that you hang your head on as well or how do you deal with that in the rut it, it is i uh you know i i I totally agree with you. I, I think the I think the the you know the rainy days and then the rain stopping and like the the sun peeking out. I think that's more valuable in October. I 100% agree with you there. But you know the thing about the when you're hunting the rut, this is what you better have. You better have rain gear. You better have early season gear, mid season gear, and late season gear because you better have everything that you it takes to just be out there. That that's yep. that's my honest opinion. But if for for the listener that's asking this question, if if he by chance is in Michigan, that I'm going to hit on this real quick. Now, now, not only is Aaron talking about the little bit of precipitation that's in the forecast, but we actually have a gale wind warning for Saturday. Okay, we we have a winds on Saturday that they're talking about 24 to 28 mile an hour winds gust 40 to 50 and that's and it's building tomorrow i'm looking at tomorrow's forecast i have 15 mile an hour winds tomorrow and it's never going to let down to, so this will be november 4th 
going into November 5th, all night long, those winds will never let down and they're just going to increase, increase, increase all day Saturday. It is going to be extremely windy and maybe spitting rain, like real nasty kind of weather. Yep. And slowly on Sunday, like Sunday, November uh, 6th, winds are going to be around that 15, 16, 17 mile an hour. But as the day goes on into the the 6th and to the 7th, that night, the winds are really supposed to start dying down. Yep, for sure. Like Mon- I think the 7th Mon- is supposed to be a high of 7 mile an hour winds. Monday, we're going to start getting some east winds. Monday... I'm treating I'm treating this the the way this this next wind and weather comes it's almost like it, yes it may not carry a ton of precipitation in it but the way the wind's going to be blowing and the weather's going to be like that's coming in with it when that breaks loose and it eases back down if this listener if he is from Michigan I would expect that Monday should be an extremely extremely high percentage day to be out in the woods Yep, I agree. That'd be, you know, if, I'm, if we're looking at the next five to six days, the day that I'd be hanging my hat on would be November 7th. Monday, yep. November 7th would be the next day where I'm like, okay, something's going to happen here. Yep. Not only not only is the, the, the that super gale type wind supposed to die down, the skies are going to open up to a bluebird day, high pressure, sunny after a really cloudy weekend like that, three two to three really dark days of cloud cover. It's I'm, I'm looking forward to Monday. I, I plan to be out there all day Monday. Awesome, man. Well, good deal. Let's cut this loose. I appreciate you doing this on short notice and uh, just trying to keep everything fresh and, and uh, with it right now. So I'm sure you'll be on another one, but uh, I'm leaving for Saskatchewan in two days. So might not hear another season episode till I get back, but um, yeah, thanks for doing this, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. And everyone out there listening, good luck. I, I I honestly hope every one of you guys killed the biggest buck of your life this, this rut. Heck yeah, man. Well, thank you everybody out there for all the support and all the downloads. Go to iTunes, leave a five-star rating and a written review. And don't forget, we'll be right here next time on the Fall Podcast.